It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, it is Sharp Money as we welcome you in on a Friday. Conference tournaments all over the place. And my, how the tables have turned as we say hi. I'm Patrick Maher. Of course, he's smiling already. He's got energy today. He woke up. He's a mall shaw. He's feeling nasty today. And the birthday boy will get to Dustin Sweetelson. Let's throw the try box up. Let's bring the big guy in to start. And I want to say something to my two partners because I'm upset with both of you. Now, I'm happy you're both in good moods. Okay, and that includes you, big guy. So look at the freaking camera. I'm happy you're both in good moods, but when you both cried to me over the first five, six days of this show since its inception, we can't hit bets. People are being mean to me on Twitter. Now neither of you can miss, and you're in the best moods possible. Amal hasn't missed in 20 bets. Dustin just sent me a text before the show started. He's 15 and five over his last 20 first half plays. Would either of you like to defend yourselves before we get to the family play? Yeah. Shaw, we'll start with you. First of all, I would never complain about what anybody says about me on Twitter. Second, I'm just actually fired up because you decided to put on a button-down shirt and come to the party for once instead of putting <laughs> on some rollover T-shirt you got at Old Navy, looking like finally you're spending some of that, you know, money they're paying you over there looking dressed up. It's a Friday. I figure you got big plans. The hair's combed. You're looking sharp. I'm just fired up because it's Friday. I know I get paroled in three hours. Well, no, but you <laughs> you lied to us yesterday when I said, based on winning or losing bets, does your mood change? Or is there a flux? And you said, no, I'm pretty much always the no, same. I'll tell Which you means why. you're always miserable. No, no, no. I'll tell you why I'm in a good mood. I got some serious sleep last night. And by the way, thank God the Ducks won the game. I was at the game last night. And if I had Oregon lost that game, it would have been a pretty rough Post game, so it was good. 
And by the way, Oregon, 75-70 last night, as you mentioned, at large. We'll talk about them. I've got all the bubble scenarios, who's in, who's out. I'm still fighting for the Mountain West, and I will claw for the Mountain West. I think they're going to get three teams in. Let's go Tribox, bring the big guy in. Tomorrow's his birthday. Yes, PayPal, because I don't have Venmo. I sent him 100 bucks, a $100 free roll to start the show. I'm sure Amal sent you 100 bucks as well. Big guy sent me this text about 33 minutes ago. First half bets over the last three days, 14 and five. You also were crying, boo-hooing to me about missing bets early in the show's inception. And now all of a sudden you're a red hot and you're in a good mood with a little pep in your big step. Well, I mean, you know, you know me by now. Like, I am a volatile person. I go through these waves of up, up and down, and everything that happens outside affects the inside. So when the bets are, are falling, I just keep betting more, and then those keep falling, and I don't do moderation. I only do binging in my life, and now I can't <laughs> stop binging first-half bets. Yes, you you are the type you're the type of guy that takes everything to the extreme and binges. Hold the, on to, so. to, Go ahead, go ahead. I just want to give a little bit of a rebuttal there. By the way, I like how you put the onus on me since it's his birthday to send him 100 bucks. You know what? I was going to take Dustin out for dinner this week, but obviously you don't want to give of your time. You just want to be a guy that buys your time away from other people. I live in another state. So hey, you ever heard of this that. thing? They got? There, there's this great Dustin. new invention they got. Him. It's called an airplane. It's called a car. Have you ever you heard of those? You want me to fly in for bro's 38th birthday? I'm not doing that. It's first not of all, it's not. First of all, it's not a prime number, so it's a decent birthday. Second... There's nothing wrong with, hey, you've been with this guy for a long time. I mean, I've hung out with Dustin for 10 days. This guy's already knocking me up for some cash. In fairness, we did have a year and a half breakup. We did break up. For, we're getting <laughs> we back did. together, we so did. it's like a new relationship. No, it's we not, did. because right. if you've been together as long as you two, and then all of a sudden you rekindle, you, you know where everything goes and how everything works. It's nothing new. Okay, but we do have, it just in about 27 minutes, I'll set up the show for you. We've got two pretty good games. One incredible game, Tennessee and Missouri. Mall, we're going to be on opposite sides. Also have Tens Temple, Cincinnati. As we get going here, let me just let you, let you in on who we've got. Now, be nice to our first guest, Chris Batola. He is the son-in-law of Coach... Shashevsky. Now you said you like Spatola. Spatola well, does an amazing job over at ESPN. We had him on a bunch over at SiriusXM as well. He's awesome. Kyle Boone, you see the lineup right there on Sharp Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Kyle Boone, Kyle Boone, CBS Sports is going to join. And then one of my favorites, Thomas Gable. He's part of the network. He runs the race and sports book over at the Borgata. He's going to make his debut on Sharp Money. Mr. Shaw, one thing I did want to report. I don't know if you got to see it, but Rutgers and Purdue, you were probably playing poker. Uh, Rutgers had every reason to win this game. I think they're going to get in the dance. They were yep. on the bubble. I think they're going to get in based on that Michigan win. Yep. They should have beaten Purdue today. Now, it looks good on the resume. If you're going to lose to somebody, lose to a potential one seed, but Rutgers falls 70 to 65. Yeah, this was a nip and tuck game, and Rutgers jumped out early in this one, but they do get the cover, uh, six and a half or seven, depending on where you got the number. Nice job by Peichel's team. Um, missed a couple of uh, flagrant foul opportunities from Purdue, which is a little bit surprising down the stretch. But again, Rutgers covers here. I want to go back real quick. Cincinnati yeah. game, intriguing matchup here against Temple. McKee's done a nice job. They've been inconsistent. They really just don't have enough depth on that team. Uh, this Bearcats team, um, who's the coach? I can see him. He used to, uh, I, I can see his face. Wes Miller. And uh, yes, Miller, that's right. The uh, they've done fun they, offense, fun team to yeah, watch. Absolutely right, and pretty good team here. Didn't touch this game, but uh, this is to me a great in-game play opportunity. But I think Temple is a team that's more dangerous than people have given them credit for all year. 
And then I want to go to the game between Big Orange and Misery. Wait, whoa, 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 hold on. We're going to do that in the next segment. But I, I encourage you to fight me on this because, actually, I got six earlier today. It's nice down bet. to five. Mm-hmm. We'll discuss Tennessee and Missouri. Yeah. And apparently, Amal doesn't care about the diminutives, a guy, Ziggler, who's out. And we'll talk about him in just a little bit for Tennessee. Tennessee is a team that Amal loves. Uh, Missouri's a team that I'm pretty high on as well. So we'll get to that. Let's start Temple Cincinnati. And I don't know, big guy, if you've got to play here with your free roll. I want to do the free roll just because I like to see him walk up to the counter there at the South Point and get a bet in. Temple Cincinnati. So if you were going to lay something here, it's five, it's 140 and a half. I mentioned, I lean over. These two teams played in late February, scored a combined 171 them all. They split the two regular season series. So Temple beat Cincy at home, 70 to 61. Cincy beat Temple at home, 88 to 83. I mentioned the high score there. Uh, Cincy the high tempo offense six and one to the over their last seven. They scored at least 85 points in two of their last three. They average a little over 77 points per again, not a strong feel, but I've got anything here at temple Cincinnati. I'm all going to go over that 140 and a half. I don't think it's a bad play. Um, you know, it just really comes down to temple knocking down shots because Cincinnati's going to score points regardless of how Cincinnati defends. Um, excuse me, how temple defense. So I, I don't have an issue with that play at all. Uh, this should be an intriguing game, but I feel like there's an opportunity, right? You could have gotten Purdue in-game at a pick'em price earlier in the game in the first half when sure. they were down fairly big. And if you're like me, you don't like the five with Cincinnati. I don't want to take it with Temple either. Uh, you could potentially wait for an in-game spot if you like it. I do believe that Cincinnati comes through on this game. Well, I was thinking about you earlier about in-game because I, I liked uh, your Kentucky team, who you've been high on. You know, they opened five and a half. It's been steamed up. Vandy and Kentucky up to eight and a half. So that's, you lost the number. Wait for in-game on that one. Before we get to it, let's go to the big guy. And I've got the network plays to start off Sharp Money as well. You've got the $100 free roll. What are you thinking? So I do like both favorites in the first half. That's what's been coming in. I'm not going to, you know, reinvent the wheel here and try something different. The vibes are good with these first-half favorites at the moment. Uh, The issue is I don't love the number here. I have to lay three with Tennessee where I'd prefer to lay two-and-a-half with Cincinnati. So I think I'm going to go with the Bearcats first half minus two-and-a-half as the free roll here. And by the way, when it cashes, that money's being rolled into another first half later on today. On the show. We got to do it all on the show, so we'll get you during the break. We'll have you coming back from break on camera there at the South Point. We got to take advantage of these casinos. Uh, Mr. Shaw, I want to give you the network plays, and like you said, we'll come back and we'll discuss Missouri and Tennessee. But I want to give you these plays to tell me what you think. Aaron Halterman, part of our network here on Sharp Money, he's got three. He likes Kansas laying the four and a half, and he also likes the over 130 in that matchup. I, I love KU. KU is one of my three plays today as well. I like Kansas a lot here against Iowa State. Give the Cyclones credit for beating Baylor yesterday. But even though there's no Bill Self for the Kansas Jayhawks in this tournament, this thing being in Kansas City is such a distinct advantage. You see it with Duke and Greensboro. I like Rock Chalk. Okay, four and a half lay at Halterman and Shaw. Also, Aaron Halterman, RacingDudes.com, going over the 130, as I mentioned. He likes the under Wichita State and Tulane. Any thoughts? What's the total on that one? That is 152. You can find a 151, 151 and a half. I'll split the difference. 151 and a half, Wichita State, Tulane. Yeah, not a bad play. I think in these, some of these tournament games we've seen, Wake Forest, uh, Miami yesterday, high total, didn't even come get close to getting there. There was another game around that same time yesterday, uh, similar situation. These high-scoring games that are anticipated. Mount West is getting there, but some of these other leagues are just not. 
Uh, Wichita State doesn't shoot the ball particularly well, but they do defend. Uh, this would be an interesting matchup here between the Green Wave and them. Hunter's team wants to get out and run when they have the opportunity. Let's see if they can do it effectively against the Shockers. You want to talk high totals because Thomas Gable's network plays are next. And remember, the race and sportsbook director is going to join us in the show coming up in just a little bit. I think maybe the best game on the board today, Sneaky Mac, Ohio, Toledo. The Rockets, they take off, they score. We know this. It's a total of 162. Gable's going over the post total. I do have a play on the side, which we'll get to coming up in just a little bit. Ohio, Toledo, he's going to go over that 162 and a half for Gable. Yeah, not a bad play. We know the Rockets can get out and go. They, they can score with anybody in college basketball. I actually lean towards the Rockets here. Ohio shot lights out yesterday against Northern. I'm sorry, against Ball State. Let's see if they can duplicate that again today. Uh, but I think this Toledo team, last time these two teams met, it was a 90-75 to 75 win for Toledo in that game. Um, but I, I just think they're the more complete basketball team. You mentioned um, this game as being the best game. I actually think there's a better game in the MAC today between Akron and Kent. I think it's going to be extremely competitive. I'm not going to touch that game. Uh, I just want to see how that one plays out, though. I think it should be a lot of fun to watch if you don't have a bet on that one. Yeah, Toledo, the best, second best uh, three-point shooting team in the country in Ohio, they can shoot it, especially from three as well. So once it's an elevated total of 162, Gable's going to go over. Sam Houston State, Grand Canyon, Sam Houston State, he's laying the two and a half with Sam Houston State here. Sam Houston State's a very underrated team. This is a very good team that I think people don't realize how competitive they are. And it's the Bobcats, right? I, I'm drawing a blank on them, but... Um, <laughs> This G, uh, GCU team has not been particularly good here throughout the course of the season. I like this play, and now it lines up to three as well. Okay, on the way out, he also, Gable, this is network as we start every show. Connecticut Marquette, he's going over 146 and a half. Ten seconds. I like it. It's going to be a higher scoring game. Okay, big guy's going to make his free roll, and again, send him a happy birthday message. Tomorrow is the big guy's birthday. When we come back, a thriller in the SEC, Tennessee, Missouri. That's next, Sharp Money. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. 
Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We're live, and DraftKings Sportsbook is live. Bet local with Boston's hometown sportsbook. Of course, this week, new customers who sign up over at DraftKings in Massachusetts. You sign up, bet $5, get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the promo code VSIN. That's V S I N when you sign up. Congratulations to everybody in the great state of Massachusetts. Shout to John Adams in the great state of Massachusetts. You can legally bet on your mobile app. As we welcome you back here, Sharp Money got a great tip coming SEC with Tennessee and Missouri. Amal and I are going to discuss, he's Amal Shaw, the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson. Shout to Jay Shaw, the father of, for checking in and wishing the big guy a happy birthday. So you're going to go place a bet, and then Amal and I are going to fight about Missouri and Tennessee. What did you decide on for your bonus bet here on your birthday? We're going to take the two and a half, lane two and a half with Cincinnati, because I don't want to bet on three with Tennessee. I don't want to get burned by the three points. I like not having a whole number here. So we're rolling with the Bearcats, baby. And you feel comfortable with that. Amal was the difference maker here. Well, he does like Tennessee, but he told you as well, lay the two and a half with Cincinnati. Amal, you're comfortable with that? I am. I think Cincinnati's a better team than people give them credit for. You know, you look in that conference, Memphis gets a lot of the credit for being the second best team. And of course, in my opinion, the best team in college basketball, Houston, uh, who held East Carolina to 46 points today. They didn't uh, cover the number, but a dominating performance in any college basketball game when you can hold an opponent below 50 points. Okay, so what are we going to do here? You're going to leave your post as executive producer of the show, big guy, to go make a bet. We've got a great camera angle over at the South Point. You going to bail now? Yeah, I got to get my steps in anyway. (laughs) (laughs) What's your step goal for the day? I'm just curious. What's your step goal every day when you wake up? I mean, 
I don't reach it, but the goal is 10,000, but I don't get there. We all have things that we aspire to be, and I aspire to be someone who takes 10,000 steps. I'm not there yet. Okay, big guy, go ahead and place your bet. That's the first half Cincinnati laying two on a hook. Let's talk about Tennessee and Missouri. I can't wait for this game, Mr. Shaw, and I know you love this Tennessee team. They're laying five and a half, and you got a total of 140 and a half. I thought when we were talking during the break, you were going to talk about the revenge angle because will this brand of basketball travel, that being Tennessee? They were great in Knoxville. We know that, 14 and two at home. One of those losses, a home loss, to this Missouri team, 86-85. Missouri wins straight up as a 12-point dog February 11th. You and I love both these teams. We love the three guards at Missouri with Kobe Brown and Hodge and Golston. They can all shoot it from three as well. I I texted you, and I swear I must have been under a rock, but Zagai Ziegler, the diminutive point guard for Tennessee, he tore his ACL in the final game of the regular season, and he's done for the year. That's important here because he's kind of the engine for this Tennessee offense, and you know exactly what Missouri's defense wants to do. It's not a great defensive team, but they do pressure you, and they do take the ball away. Ziegler's big there. Also, he's a tremendous defend. He's a tremendous defender, almost like Jalen Clark. He's not as big as the UCLA guard. We understand that, but he matters a lot to this team. I- I- I'm surprised the Ziegler miss doesn't mean more to you with this Tennessee team. No, look, it's going to be an impact when you go forward. But I think in this game, it's going to come down to the Volunteers' defense. They gave up 57 percent, 54 from beyond the perimeter the first time these two teams met on Rocky Top. Uh, last month, and we saw that February 11th, Tennessee losing that game on a missed free throw. Uh, Missouri coming down, hitting a three-pointer to win 86-85. Remember, Missouri had a 12-point lead at the break in that game. I just don't think it was 53% to be exact for Missouri shooting the basketball. I just don't think against a defensive team with Tennessee's prowess that you're going to be able to duplicate that type of shooting effort. And so for me, Patrick, I look at field goal percentages, and if you shoot the ball that well and you get a one-point win, can you really go back against Tennessee and shoot 54% from beyond the perimeter at 14 for 26? If you can, great, you're going to win the basketball game. But if you don't, this could be one-sided. And Missouri has not been that bad away from home so far this year. I think they're 16-3 and at home, but 7-5 and on the road or neutral site games. So not too much of a concern here when you look at Gates' team going on the road. But I think Tennessee is just a little bit more equipped, a little bit more challenged, and, and I think it will help them out. You mentioned the Ziegler loss. That's obviously a big deal. But you look at Florida's losses at the Razorbacks, at A&M, losing to Alabama at home. They got blown out. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, this is Missouri I'm talking about. I apologize. So they haven't had bad losses, right? They've gone on the road. The one against Alabama, no big deal. But Tennessee has not played great down the stretch. Uh, Missouri comes in having won four in a row. Uh, we'll, we'll see what the Volunteers are able to do here. But I, I still like this team. They've beaten Alabama at home. They did get swept by Kentucky in the season series. Good opportunity, in my opinion. I have them on the money line. I think the Volunteers win the game. I think the five and a half for you or six is a good play in terms of number. It feels like it's going to be a tight game, but I still think the Big Orange move on. Remember one other thing, Patrick. This game is in Nashville. Three hours from Knoxville, you still have a – make no mistake about it. The state is all Big Orange, and you will have supporters there for the Big Orange. I love both these teams. I'm mm-hmm. just playing with you when I talk about Tennessee. Yeah. I do. I love the three guards. Kobe Brown is one of my favorite players to watch in the yeah. nation. And I think Tennessee, I don't, you could, we could argue Tennessee may be the best defensive team. We should just watch Tennessee Barnes does a hell of a job coaching defense. Here's what concerns me. They beat up on a bad Mississippi team last night, sure. Tennessee 70 to 55, mm-hmm. but they turned the ball over 13 times. Yikes. Missouri turns you over at an exponential rate. 
that fifth, 13 turnovers against Mississippi sloppy for this Tennessee team. Don't and do, that's the Ziegler miss for me. Yeah, I agree with you there. Tennessee averages 11.3 turnovers per game. Missouri just at 10.9, uh, which is in the top 80 in the country. But the one thing I will point out, Ole Miss game, okay, they did have additional turnovers that would be a concern. But they've got, you know, when you look at this team, I think the length and the defensive intensity that they bring. And then one other thing, remember, Josiah Jordan-James had been out for a little while. He's back, had 20 points last night. I think he's a difference maker for this team. There's no question the Ziegler loss is big, especially when you look at Tennessee big picture in terms of what they can do in the NCAA tournament because I thought they were a team that could have gotten to a Final Four. I don't know if they're going to necessarily be able to do that without him in the lineup. But not only winning this basketball game is going to be important from the perspective of Tennessee, but I want to see how they perform against a team, I think, in Missouri that's been underrated and undervalued all year long. You mentioned Jordan James. He was awesome last night, the senior guard mm-hmm. for Tennessee. It, it's it's a great matchup. It really, really I thought you were going to go revenge on me. Well, because it's definitely they so well at home. And you mentioned Missouri couldn't miss a shot. Uh, and defensively, to give up 86 on your home wood for Tennessee – it's debilitating. Okay, quick question for you. Total set at 141. What's the number that Missouri gets to today, or what are you projecting? Just on the simple math, we're looking at 68, 73, 68 in favor of the well, Big Orange. I, I know you'll probably scoff at this, uh, but Torvac and both and Ken Palm had this going over by 7 and 8, respectively. 148? So Torvac and Ken Palm had this going well over. If we're talking seven and eight clearing, that's well over, correct? Yeah, absolutely. No, that's a complete clear. To me, if you're getting over by three or four, that's a, that's a good clear. Um, you know, it's interesting. With, when you look at Tennessee, they're a team that can play with Temple. They can get up and down. It just depends on what they're doing defensively. We saw Auburn put up 70 on them. I'm not going to necessarily judge it based on what they did against Ole Miss because they were in turmoil. Kermit Davis got fired during the season. But you look at that. They lose at A&M. No shame in losing College Station. They give up 66 to Kentucky on the road, 68 to A&M, 45 to South Carolina, 57 to Arkansas at home. Uh, that game against Missouri we talked about, I think statistically is the best three-point shooting performance by any team against Tennessee this year. So th- this would be interesting. They held Auburn to 43 points. Um, to me, again, like you said, how does Tennessee fare offensively will be the key. If they turn the ball over, Don't, I think Missouri wins comfortably. I'll, I'll give you 70 for Missouri. Let's let's play that game. So if I give you seventy, is that is that fair? That's fair. That was what was interesting. I was wondering if you're going to go sixty-eight, sixty-nine, or seventy. I, I would go under all day. I think Tennessee is going to come out and defend. We're going to get an idea in the first few minutes. I love teams that are defensive-minded teams that get absolutely boat raced by an opponent, and then when they come out and have an opportunity to play them the next time around. You know, perfect example. Um, we saw Mike Samich bring that up on the on the uh, play that he said a group had made on the K- Kent State game against NIU. They I mean, rolled. Utah. They, well, not only did they roll, but it was the defensive effort by them yesterday against Northern Illinois. I'm um, just trying to pull up the score on that one, but it was a dominant performance by Kent State in that game. They did. They just suffocated those guys, and that that was the difference in the ball game. Okay, a couple things. We have breaking news as far as a coaching fire. Rick Patino's name is being talked about for Georgetown, and it will be talked about Amal Shaw. St. John's has parted ways. No surprise here with Mike Anderson, and Patino is going to be in the mix there for the Johnnies. Mike, Rick Patino to me to St. John's makes too much sense. It, it would be absolutely perfect, right? He's an East Coast guy. 100%. I mean, this guy has won everywhere he's gone. You know, he made one of the great, and he he had, this is coming from him, he made one of the great coaching mistakes of all time, leaving, and I understand he took the money with the Celtics. But if he stays at Kentucky, remember that Kentucky run, they went to three straight national titles, the 96 team, the untouchables. I think everybody, including the student manager, played in the NBA. And, and they won the average margin of victory in the NCAA tournament. I don't know if you remember, Patrick, that year was 21 points a game for UK. 
Rick Pitino's made some questionable decisions all around, to be fair. And Patino right now, Georgetown Ewing out. Patino, oh. you're um, minus two, so $2 favorite to end up at Georgetown even. I'm a little surprised. I, I don't know if he'll wind up at Georgetown, but here's the thing. I get your point on Patino and some of the questionable things. Nobody seems to have a problem when Alabama's cheating in football or they got uh, gun runners on their basketball team. Hey, big guy is back. Let's go ahead and show the ticket. Again, you're going Cincy first half, lane two and a half. You're 15 and five over your last 20 first half plays, right? Oh, yeah. We're riding with the favorites. You're feeling good? Is that, the, is that your birthday best? That's what you wore today? You ready to go? <laughs> it's not my birthday. My birthday best is tomorrow, and it's called a birthday suit. Okay. He usually celebrates the whole month of March. Today, he's just celebrating on his birthday. We come back. Chris Patola does a great job. ESPN College Basketball. Let's go. Sharp Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Okay, become a VSIN pro for 19 bucks right now. So, whether you're filling out your bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Only VSIN pro subscribers get unlimited access. We cover everything all 68 teams, Cinderella selections. You get Brent Musburger, Greg's Hoops Peterson. It's all there. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe right now. That's vcin.com slash subscribe. It's 19 bucks. We got you back here. Of course, Tennessee and Missouri about the tip. Can't wait for that one. He's Amal Shaw. I'm Patrick Maher. And we bring in Chris Spatola, who's the best. ESPN, also ACC Network on SiriusXM. Nobody better. Chris Spatola joins. Hi, Chris. First off, thank you. I know you're busy. We'll get to the Big 12 in a second. We were just fighting about uh, Tennessee and Missouri. Where are you at on both those teams? Who won the fight, first of all? I did. I did, Chris. You know this, my old partner there at SiriusXM. I, I like Missouri today catching the six. Yeah, I, I kind of like it too. Um, they're very disruptive, as you know. I mean, they, they, you know, the job that Dennis Gates has done there in terms of sort of creating that identity around pressing, making it chaotic, making it hectic, um, is A, it, it's been good for them. But B, you're playing a team, obviously, without the guy, the guy Ziggler, who is, um, really controls the ball for Tennessee and has all season. So to not have him... A, offensively against that pressure, I think can be problematic. Uh, and then the other thing is defensively. Like, Ziggler is a big, big part. I mean, he is the tip of the spear of that Tennessee defense, which is still good, but it's not nearly as good without him at the point of attack on that defense. So, um, I'm with you. I, I think in this, in this type of a tournament atmosphere, I, I think quick turnaround, I, I, think that's, uh, I think that's a game that, that Missouri could absolutely get done. Should be an interesting matchup here. Let's go to the Big 12. I think two tremendous games here today. Let's start with the early one between Iowa State and Kansas. Jayhawks without Bill Self. Tell me from a player's perspective, you as a former player, how much of an impact not having the head coach with the caliber of Bill Self, but a coach who's got experience in Norm Roberts, who was previously a head man at St. John's, how that impacts KU, but they are playing in Kansas City. Yeah, good question. I, I mean, first of all, let's remember that this team played without Bill Self for the first, I think it was five, eight. Okay, let's pull Chris down. I think we're having connectivity issues, and we'll get Chris Patola right yeah. back up as we connect. His phone was perfect to start, so we'll, we'll get a good sell and get Chris back. Uh, he did cite the Ziggler thing. He 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 feels like is going to be a big deal. What, what you're just—they're going to end up winning by eleven, and you're just going to throw it in my face. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. But I have my line prepared in case they do. 
<laughs> already, already thinking of your crack uh, on me. Rocky of Top. Course. Come on, let's go. Rocky Top, you'll always be home to me. No, but you know, listen, I agree with Kristen and both of you in this ca- case. Ziegler's going to make a difference. I'm telling you, Patrick, I would not take Tennessee today if they won the game the first time around against these two teams. Hey, uh, I'm going to add, you were asking about, and it's a great question as far as Bill Self. So yeah. those that don't know, some coaching news, Self is going to be out for the rest of the Big 12 tournament. The question about Self now, because if it is something with the heart, man, he, he could he miss extended time into the NCAA tournament as well? Yeah, no, absolutely. That's one thing I was thinking about. By the way, quick question for you. I don't know. Do we have him back? You know, the, um, why is it not an air ball? It always seems like the offense gets the rebound. Let's say that one more time. I said, why on an air ball does it feel like the offense gets the rebound all the time? That's a true. That, that is a good. I don't know if it has something to do with the trajectory or geometry, but that's a very good question. By the way, I was going to ask him after your Kansas question about TCU and Texas tonight, yeah. which I'm looking forward to. O'Bannon and Miles went nuts last night against K-State. Yeah, they played really well. I thought it was a cheap price, and it was funny. I remember thinking about it. I said, man, I wish I'd given that one on the show. I said, I just think TCU is just better. K-State's really good at Bramwich, and I think Jerome Tang should be National Coach of the Year for the turnaround they've had there. But I don't think when you look at the top teams in the Big 12, I would have Kansas State sixth. I would go Kansas-Texas tied up at the top, and then I would go with, um, to me, I, I look at Baylor. Iowa State, I know, beat them yesterday, and I look at TCU right there with Baylor, and then I would have Iowa State fifth, and I would go K-State sixth. I think K-State, they're still 35-1 to 1 futures. I think it's a pretty – I know our buddy – Chris Felica, Fox, part of the network here. I know he got them at like 55 to 1. Yeah. TCU's a good team. With that backcourt playing like they did last night, they can do some damage. I agree with you. Uh, but you know, the, my problem is Keontae John. First of all, Kansas State turns the ball over at an alarming rate in situations they shouldn't. 19 turnovers last night, Omal. They had, 19. Tw- they had 23 in Lubbock this year on the road. You mentioned it last night, 19 turnovers. I mean, that's Gross. just you, – you can't win games like that unless you're playing a team ranked at 330th. So that's an area of concern you have when you go into the tournament. That's something to pay attention to. But I think when you look at um, Vescovi with a wide-open three and buries it, I mean, that was a practice shot. Wait, hold on, hold on. Hey, big guy, do you want to see if Chris wants to do the next segment? Because we just got five left in this break. So let's go, yep. let's go ahead and see if we can do Spatola in the next segment. If not, uh, we'll figure something out. Finish your thought, Omal. No, I'm sorry. I, it was just saying, the, the, to me, when you look at it, you just can't turn the basketball over, right? And a lot of those turnovers for K-State are live ball turnovers, which gives the other team an opportunity to run out and go. And go. And if you're doing that, you're eventually going to get beat. And to me, that's an area of concern when you look at it from a uh, standpoint of Kansas State. I want to update on what's happening in real time, but also from last night. Last night was wild. First off, Penn State, I think Penn State's third win this year over Illinois. Yes, correct. They should get in. I've got them. Many have them first four, last four. I've got Penn State with that win over Illinois last night in. I'm with you. I think Penn State deserves to be in. How about three wins? I mean, that does not. Uh, Illinois is a good. Illinois is a good team. That's a three. That's three solid wins for Penn State. Illinois is a very solid team, and to me, um, I, it's good. I want more people to see Jalen Pickett. I'm a huge Jalen Pickett fan. I love this kid. I'm he can so flat. glad you. I'm so glad you said that because they bomb so much from three, but yeah. he's kind of the cog that makes everything. Where I literally wrote down Jalen Pickett because you've been talking about him. I hope he's in the tournament so people can watch him play. I completely agree with you. Couldn't have said it better myself. 
He just has the ability to control the game. He's a bigger guard, about 6'3", 6'4", and physical. So it's tough matchup for people. And then you got the guys on the perimeter, Funk and uh, Lundy. I'm Lundy. just going to interrupt because we do have Chris oh, Batola okay. back. I apologize to you, Amal. No, no ESPN worries. College Basketball. Chris, sorry about the phone issues. You were answering Amal's question about the missing Bill Self on the sideline. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's interesting because, remember, they played without him to start the year when Bill Self was suspended, I think, for about five games to start the year. And Norm Roberts was the acting head coach. So they've been through it already this year. Um, Look, I think from a player's perspective, it helps to be older, which they are. Uh, They are a veteran team, and so that helps. The The one question you always wonder is, it's kind of that substitute teacher syndrome. Do guys get out of character? Do they do stuff out of what they have done with the head coach present. And, again, that's not a concern for me with Kansas. Uh, Bill Self has one of the more seasoned staff, uh, coaching staffs of anybody in the country. Uh, three of those guys have been head coaches at other stops. So I don't think it's all that big of a deal. The, the bigger problem is going to be Iowa State. Like, I, I actually think Iowa State's going to win this game tonight. I, I think they're playing with such confidence, and they can kind of muck the game up. And they actually blew out Kansas in Ames. Uh, the second time they played this season. So I, I think there are bigger issues than uh, they're not playing with the head coach. Uh, but, but obviously, um, you know, obviously it's, it's a different vibe not having him there. Chris, we got two minutes. You got an ESPN hit. But let me quickly ask you about TCU Texas tonight. Texas is laying two. Yeah. Yeah, big time game. Uh, I called both of those during the regular season. The two teams split. And. It, look, this is not a game where you can wear a tuxedo. Like, you've got to come in your fatigues. You've got to be ready for a fist fight. There are going to be 11 dudes playing in this game who are over 22 years old. These are old, grizzled, veteran teams that, you know, there's some rough edges to both teams. Uh, Texas much more, I think, uh, efficient offensively, whereas TCU uh, much more of a defensive-minded team. Both these teams play in the open floor, so I think the game will be up and down. The thing that won it for TCU in, in Fort Worth a couple weeks ago was, was the offensive glass. You know, They had 20 offensive rebounds in that game, and it really, for a team that can struggle to score, uh, it really uh, infused a lot of life into their offense. Um, and then the game in Austin, guys, Texas was down 18 in that game and had to come back in the second half to win that. So... It's fascinating. I think both these games tonight in the Big 12 tournament uh, are going to be fascinating games. And the environment, particularly that first one, Kansas-Iowa State, I think the environment is going to be on fire. And Chris Patola will be on the call. Okay, go jump on ESPN. First off, thank you very much for your patience. We appreciate you very much. Have a good call, Chris. Thank you. Yeah, my pleasure, guys. Be well. Okay, ACC Network on SiriusXM, and of course, ESPN College Basketball. The Big 12 is just a gauntlet, dude. I mean, I know I called you dude. I apologize. That's not your thing, but no, it I'm is a gauntlet. It. And they're going to beat each other up. Of the two, obviously, Texas, the resume is better. Of the two, do you discern? Is there much of a discernment between TCU and Texas in, in your regard? I just think Carr, look, He's my. Yeah, Miles is terrific. He's a great scorer. He can get his own shot at any time. But I think Carr running the show for Texas is the difference. And also, don't forget, I like Hunter a lot. I came over from Iowa State. Had a great freshman year for the Cyclones. Okay. When we come back, we got Kyle Boone at the top of the hour talking more college hoops. We got Thomas Gable joining as well, talking college hoops. I've got more bubble questions for you 
And I've got some answers when it comes to the Mountain West. I'm all in, I'm all out. It's coming up next as we continue. It's a busy day. We'll get an update on the big guy's birthday bet as well. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be. You could win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this basketball season. Place a qualifying bet and you get a square on the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonuses, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available at BetRiversSquares.com. That's BetRiversSquares.com. As we welcome you back here on Sharp Money. You know what? I want to do something quickly. He's Amal Shaw, the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson, the birthday boy. I'm Patrick Maher. I want to do... Yesterday, I felt awful after the show because I got in people's pockets. So I was doing our read about 19 bucks right now. You get everything we offer at VSIN. And I said, come on, you can afford that. That's not fair of me to get in your pocket. So here's what I'm going to do since I'm in a benevolent mood, Amal. I'm going to pay for two subscriptions, 19 bucks, okay? And I'll actually tip you a dollar. 20 bucks to the first two people that respond over at the rap radio. Venmo, once you show us that you sign up, I'm going to have the big guy. I'll, I'll PayPal him because I don't have Venmo. I'll have the big guy Venmo you the $20. So two people sign up right now for our package over at vcin.com. Remember, it's just $19. I'll send you 20 bucks. VP Big Dance. Go look for it at vcin.com. I'll send you 20 bucks, okay? So big guy, you monitor at the rap radio. You got that for me? Yeah, I, I appreciate you getting with the times and uh, allowing me to use Venmo so we can send money in the 21st century. Well, no, I have to send you 40 bucks through PayPal, and then you will send the subscribers $20 a piece through Venmo. It's really all, not a great system, Amal, but what am yeah, I going to do? It's a very generous of you, but uh, I, I liked everything that you did there until you, you threw in the word benevolent. I'm like, come on, man. Let, let, let's just speak in ways that people are necessarily able to understand it clearly. I mean, we need a thesaurus <laughs> every time. I'm sitting here going, the only thing this guy's missing is trying to enter the national spelling bee. Our job is edification, Amal Shah. You know it. So let's continue. Let's do this. By, by we, the way, we'll misery get... finally hit a three-point shot. What, you call him misery because you're fading him? No, or I always call, call him misery. misery. Okay. The... Uh, so you, you just mentioned both teams. You can give an update quickly on Tennessee and Missouri, a game we're following closely. Also, I need an update on the first half bet with the big guy, Cincinnati, laying two and a half. But Amal, what's happening with Tennessee and Missouri here? Uh, let's start in uh, Nashville. Right now, Tennessee leads 12-9, 13 minutes to go in the first half. It's Temple, 8-6 at the under-16 timeout. Okay, we'll take it. Um, before we get back into the games, we want to switch it up a little bit here. I'm all in, I'm all out, big guy. And we're going to go NBA. A couple things. One, maybe we're a little quick to report rest of the regular season for Kevin Durant. I don't know if you saw this, Amal, and sometimes into the postseason or some uh, length into the postseason because of that grade two sprain. That was what was coming out of the Suns camp yesterday. Today, we heard a little bit differently. Today, we're hearing it could be two to three weeks. They're going to reevaluate in three weeks Kevin Durant's ankle. So good news for a team that had been rolling, of course, had one three with Durant on the floor there with the Suns. Yeah, I was a little bit surprised at the the notion he was going to be out for the entirety of the rest of the regular season. You're talking almost four or five weeks. I mean, you'd have to almost have a fracture there for to have a recovery from a situation like that. Now, since the break, the Mavs, who you're very intimate with, of course, in a former life, you covered the, yeah. the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, since the break, they're three and five. We mentioned Luca, who's ridiculous you yeah. see you see his numbers this year he's averaging 33 he's averaging almost nine rebounds and he's averaging eight assists a game Luca is freaking ridiculous he left the Pelicans game on Monday night with an injury to his thigh yeah. 
it really is going to come down to pain threshold. But I wanted to bring up because they've got Kyrie, they've got Luka in that backcourt. They're 20 to 1 to win a championship. They're 9 to 1 to win the West. They're 3 and 5 since the break, and those two have played in all eight games. This is not a very good basketball team. That's why the trade never made sense. We've got audio from Kyrie from the big guy coming up, but just an overview quickly here on the Mavs, Amal. Yeah, I, look, they're incredible individual talents. But to me, I just don't think they together are going to work particularly well when you look at what they've done in the past as individuals. I feel like you need a team that can kind of be around them more of a supporting cast. They're too much of ball-dominant players. And neither guy, defensively, I mean, they're both traffic cones. 33-8-6-8 for Luka if you need them. That's a ridiculous stat line. Okay, so we talked about how uh, popular – uh, sports betting is obviously this is VSIN Vegas Sports and Information Network. We talk about sports betting. Uh, Massachusetts just went legal with their uh, mobile sports betting. And you know who's a big fan of sports betting? Kyrie Irving. What do you got for us, big guy? All right, I'm all in, I'm all out. Question is, is Kyrie Irving the most annoying player in the history of the NBA after you listen to this soundbite from him? We'll get it. You know, gambling and sports betting has completely taken the purity away from and the fun away from the game at times. I'm going to just be honest with y'all. So, like, work is work, but the support around it um, can be very distracting. You know what I mean? There's a difference between being a diehard fan and supporting your team and loving your team versus somebody that's betting on a parlay or somebody that wants to hit. And don't get me wrong, I don't want anybody wasting their money on me. <laughs> but God dang, like this whole community of gamblers that's come into the game of basketball. Y'all tell me what y'all think. First off, when I think fun and purity, the first person that comes to mind is Kyrie Irving. So There's he no said question. Fun, he said sports betting has taken the fun and purity out of the game. I would argue it's actually injected fun and purity into the games, but you may you may disagree with me, Amal. You know, I think Scott Spritzer mentioned this when he was on earlier last week, and you and I have talked about this on the phone. Look, if you're not betting on games, once you bet on games, there's no interest in it. Like, I'll watch anything competitive. I don't care. I'm not a big NBA guy, but I still follow the league closely because I like a lot of the players in the collegiate ranks. But I don't care what sport it is. I mean, I, obviously, you and I are big hockey guys, NFL, baseball, WNBA, whatever. If it's a close game with a minute to go or in baseball, it's the ninth inning, it's a one-run game, you're going to watch. I, I like the competitive nature of sports. But when you're watching certain games like Alabama-Mississippi State today, 23-point margin for the Crimson Tide, are you really interested in that game if you're not worried about a point spread? No, there's an evolution as a human being. And once you get to <laughs> our ages, mid-40s, you're going to start to get to a place where you have outside interests outside of what we were into when we were kids, which is only sports. That's so you such throw a in the point. aspect of trying to handicap these games and find an edge with these games. And, of course, that's what sports betting does. It adds a little juice to the game. That's why we're here on VSIN. So I have no, I 100% concur with everything you just said there. And that's Ky Kyrie being Kyrie. Kyrie's going to say, I, he's a flat earther. I don't think he believed in dinosaurs. There's a lot going on with your boy. <laughs> it's my line on him all the time. He's the best one-on-five player I've ever seen. He's, as far as a handle, oh, I'm trying ever. to think if there's anybody that I've ever seen with a better handle. So, Isaiah Thomas had an underrated handle. He's not Kyrie Irving. Steph Curry has an underrated handle. He's not. He, he is not Kyrie Irving. 
as far as a guy at his size handle and getting to the basket, he's one of the greats of all time. It's not even close. Well, for me, Isaiah was the guy for a long time, and then I watched Kyrie, and I go, it's not even close. I mean, you know what? It's unfortunate that Kyrie is kind of off the rails at times because from a pure talent standpoint, I don't know if there's been actually a more enjoyable player to watch from my perspective when he's got the basketball and he's trying to get to the basket. You can't stop him. There's a there's a great clip. You can find it on YouTube, and I think it was against the Warriors when he was with the Celtics, and it might have been on Steph. He's on the left side of the basket, and just I, I've watched the play 20 times, and I still can't figure out how he's made the move. As far as talent, he's a freak. Oh, I mean, it's he's just unbelievable. He's insane. And like you said, the handle is the handles are ridiculous. Uh, anything to add on Kyrie before I jump off, big guy? Uh, it's weird that he says that you know sports betting and parlays is taking the fun out of uh, the game. Uh, him not showing up for work a lot takes a lot of fun out of the game too. I mean, we, I think that needs to be addressed <laughs> as well. There's a lot to that. There's a lot of truth to that. Quickly on a couple of bubble teams and then coming up at the top of the hour in just about six minutes, we've got a family future play. And I think we're all going to agree on a team to play in the NCAA tournament or you can play the team right now. We'll get to that coming up in just a couple of minutes. Uh, Some others last night. Arkansas beat Auburn 76-73. Auburn in or out, Amal Shaw? I think Auburn is out. I think Auburn's out as well. It's tough. Uh, Oklahoma State, I also have them out. Now, Oklahoma State, whether it's Lenardi or Jerry Palm, many have them out first four, last four. Texas beats Oklahoma State 60-47 to in out for Oklahoma State. Yeah, I hate to say Oklahoma State's out, but I'll tell you what. I hope they take the NIT seriously and they get Avery Anderson healthy. They can win that whole thing. By the way, Lenardi has Nevada first team out, and he's got Utah State last team in Utah state's net. And again, I know you dismissed the net. They're like 18 now and they beat up on New Mexico, a good New Mexico team. 91 76 yesterday, Utah state's got to get in. I'm sorry. So does Boise state who beat UNLV. I get it. It's UNLV, but Boise state's net. I want to see San Diego state. I want to see Utah state. I want to see Nevada. I want to see Boise state. I want all the mountains. (laughs) And you disagree on all of them. I don't. I actually love these teams. I think Utah State can shoot the lights out. You don't want to face that team. Okay, when we come back, we'll get you an update on that Tennessee-Missouri game. Plenty of plays. We've got games tipping in just about 30 minutes. And a family future play here on Sharp Money. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.